Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. Where we continue to follow the capture and killing of Osama bin Laden now. Those are just some of the scenes overnight as thousands of Americans gathered in celebration of Osama bin Laden's death. Former Navy SEAL Rob O'Neill says he has thought about the mission every day since that May Day in 2011. From multiple conversations you had with Rob O'Neill over the past year and a half, how'd you get And you described that his head kind of exploded yes, when you hit I, him. Yes, I actually hit him three times because I shot him twice when he was standing and once on the ground. That is the fucking American badass. Go, go, go. We are not going for fame and we are not going for bravado. We are going for the single mom who dropped her kids off at elementary school on a Tuesday morning, and then 45 minutes later, she jumped to her death out of a skyscraper. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. I'm Rob O'Neill, and this is the Operator Podcast. Hey, welcome back. Here we go. We're at episode 63 of the Operator Podcast. I appreciate you not only tuning in to this podcast, our podcast, because it is the Operator Podcast. Again, check out at Mikuya on Instagram or at the Operator Podcast and give me your feedback on anything you'd like to hear. I've been getting some good feedback lately. It's been uh, quite an adventure, but it's our podcast because everyone that's doing anything to help is an operator. You listening now are an operator. You are all operators, and I appreciate you tuning in. I also appreciate you uh, <laughs> sticking with me on a, a rocky road a couple weeks back. Uh, I had an incident. I'm going through it now. This will be the final episode for about a mm, week and a half, maybe. I have some more. I have to go do some more uh therapy, if you will, some more cleaning up, some more fixing of myself. I'm not getting into it before I go, but I will tell you all about it in full. And it's actually pretty cool because I've talked to a lot of people, especially veterans, combat veterans who've been through some stuff. And um, a lot of people gone through what I'm doing and it helped them in the end. I've been doing stuff since the uh, the thing, if you will. And it's worked on some nights. Work, uh, it hasn't worked so well on other nights. So this is supposed to be the big one. It's a rocky road, and everything is one day at a time. I mentioned a while back that we all do have stuff going on or stuff that we're doing that others don't know about, and it's very important, I think, when you're dealing with other people. Like I mentioned a while back, I'm going to try to do better at criticizing. I'm trying to be optimistic, and uh, I'll do my best. So again, tell me if I am or amant or if I am not, and... Um, and we'll deal with that there, but I appreciate the feedback. It's very, very cool. I've, I've had the opportunity to speak a few times. I talked to a bunch of construction guys a, a couple of days ago up in New York, which is very cool. It's not. I love talking to blue-collar guys, dudes that uh, get out there and operate, guys that build shit, make stuff happen. Really cool. It went well. And whenever I mention, because I'm, I'm making it more part of my presentations and my appearances, my podcast uh, to talk about something other than combat all the time, even though I'm interested in that. Not just combat, but uh, the way that Department of Defense works, military works, the human element of everything that happens, and the humanity, because everywhere you go, most places that you go, the end result is uh, is people dealing with people. 
and how that works out and how that affects people. And then the other people that are making decisions that don't affect them, but it affects other people. So uh, it's good to talk about that. We're going to get into today before I go. I, I'm going to touch on some of the big headlines that we're seeing now, but not what the mainstream media wants to keep bringing up. Because I do believe there is a, a force or forces behind a lot of things like media, social media, mainstream media and social media that are kind of gearing us different ways. The whole, I mean, divide and conquer is not a joke. And if you notice the way the media puts it, you've got to be labeled something before you can speak. You're not an American, you're something American. Or, you know, you're everything needs to be labeled. And, and they think that if you and I split ourselves, we will be too busy fighting each other, not fighting, but arguing or whatever the hell it is to notice what they're doing. And there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. And it is affecting everything from your pocketbook, as my wife would say, your bank account. It's affecting mortgage rates. It's affecting the price of stuff. I just, I mentioned I was in New York. I filled up a car. It still costs a hundred bucks. That's where they cut you off in New York. A hundred bucks to mostly fill a car. Sometimes not all the way, but you know, gas prices are going up. It's I think it's over a hundred dollars a barrel. That's going to keep going up as long as we keep screwing around with our own energy independence. But at least hey, milk and eggs are really expensive and people are having a tough time with that. And that's that's a direct result of some of the decisions that are being made, aren't being made, or are deliberately shoved down our throats by people, the powers that be that have never really worked an honest day in their lives, but thank God they're in a position to force it down. Yours and, and this comes down again to not just Democrat or Republican, which I despise anyway, because if you look deep enough into Washington, D.C., it's it's one party, and there are people pulling the strings behind the scenes. I mean, okay, I mean, Democrat or Republican right now, independent, whatever you vote, libertarian, does it really matter when, you're, when you can't afford groceries, when you're deciding to get rid of one to afford the other? You know, you, you got you to gotta try to stop and think of what's really going on and who's doing what, how can they stay in power, and we need to work out a way to hopefully get through that. Maybe not get through it, but at least have a dialogue instead of screaming at each other. I want to get into that. I want to get into the border. And this all comes full circle with how it directly affects you. And I'm not even kidding. It's not political talking points. The people in D.C., the open borders, Ukraine, the endless wars, they're going to affect all of us um, personally, professionally. And we, you know, we're, it's hard to come together. We've seen what happens with toilet paper. Yeah, it sounds great. We can be communal or whatever they want to call it. But when it comes down to who gets to wipe their butt, me first. So a lot of weird, uh, it's like, I get the thought that sometimes, you know, the unthinkable might just happen. I talk quite a bit about the um, normalcy bias. And just because you don't think it it's too bad to happen. It won't happen. And that we've seen it on 9-11. We've seen it with the lockdown. We've seen it with, uh, you know, people getting rolled up because they're gathering for religious reasons. We've seen what happens when the the police are weaponized, when government agencies are weaponized. And they're rolling you up, locking you up because you happen to be paddleboarding by yourself on a beach in California with a mask on. And they still wait for you to come in and arrest you. That did happen. Like almost like secret, secret police, like Stasi style. Uh, secret police, which happened. We saw it, uh, and it's 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 almost like the... I'll get into uh, things that happened. Some of the worst things that have ever happened, p- 
people in positions of authority have a tendency to say, well, I was just doing my job. And you, I mean, you've seen it yourself, especially veterans that are listening or anyone who's been to a DMV, a government facility or uh, an army base, the gate guard who's been in the Marine Corps for a whopping six months, he has power over you whether or not he lets you on the base and you've seen him abuse it because he's got power. And a lot of people don't know how to handle that power. And um, anyway, a dialogue would be nice instead of just pushing people around. But the unthinkable is, is about to happen. I think it's going to happen. And with all the distractions, like I just mentioned, the smoke screens in the media, we probably won't see it coming. And it is smart to invest in emergency food today. I got a bunch myself. I've sent it to my family all over the country. A wise man once said, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. So I'm going to tell you again about My Patriot Supply. It's the nation's leader in emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply. You can get it at my website, Prepare withrob.com preparewithrob.com you'll save 25% on my patriot supplies three month emergency food kits and these are good food kits uh, you'll enjoy a wide variety of delicious meals providing over 2000 calories per day for optimum strength under stress stock up now before everyone else panics i mentioned the toilet paper stuff stock up now don't be a hero <laughs> Uh, free shipping is automatic, and your orders ship fast. So go to preparewithrob.com. Get a great discount. Preparewithrob.com. Get your emergency food today. Be prepared. And along with that, with keeping your family and loved ones fed with emergency food, you got to consider that we are teetering on the brink of an economic meltdown that's threatening to wash away your savings and retirement. It's happening now. I hope it doesn't get it worse, but it looks like it will. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Prices are spiraling out of control. Our money is buying less and less, and Americans are incurring more debt just to stay afloat. You budget your expenses carefully, but each trip to the grocery store feels like a wallet-pinching experience. Gasoline prices are spiking. Your monthly bills are escalating. That is what inflation is. When you print too much money like that, it's worth less. That silent evil force that eats away at your wallet and your purchasing power. Basic necessities are now unattainable luxuries. And when prices spiral out of control, they not only uh, disrupt your ability to live day by day, they jeopardize your savings and retirement. Know this, as your living expenses rise higher and higher, the income that your retirement savings can generate will eventually, you'll run out of money. Don't let this happen. Protect your retirement with gold. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment that you can make for yourself and for your family. It's a safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. Take it from me. It's just financially smart for all of us to diversify our retirement accounts with gold and protect what you've worked so hard for. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, I trust the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwiththeoperator.com. Do it today. Protectwiththeoperator.com or give them a call. 844-790-9191. Do not wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-790-9191 and speak with one of their experts. They'll answer your questions and help you get started on the path to a more secure and prosperous retirement. But time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Go to protectwiththeoperator.com 
or give them a call, 844-790-9191. But yeah, like I said, lots to talk about. Hopefully, um, we can cover it all in the limited time I have. Like I said, I'm going to go on a little hiatus. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it because it, there comes in a point in life where, all right, something needs to change. I'm sure you're there too. I, I mentioned a couple episodes ago, I think, think about what you do behind closed doors. And you know yourself that, you know what you're doing, and, and I, I think that the saying is if you do the same thing over and over and expect a different result, that's the definition of insanity, and you need to make a change. You know, I figured, hey, I'm pushing 50 here. I'm 47, actually. So actually, as a, as a, as a child would say, I'm, I'm 57 and a half. 47 and a half. Jeez. See, I screwed that up. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking too much about what a child would say, and I can't even spit the words out myself. <laughs> I was just doing that in the, in the, the rehearsal. I do, do research for this podcast because I, I try to be right as often as I can. And the whole point of this is if I'm wrong, I want you to tell me. And I'll, I'll hopefully respond. And I begin some great stuff, too. I don't want you to think I'm blowing you off. I get good stuff. I take notes. I'm really good at t- taking notes from the comments and doing screenshots and I put stuff together that you guys do want to talk about and it's a lot of fun there's very cool stuff here I got I got a few comments it's always nice to get comments from dudes that were men and women not just dudes but dudes um that have done some cool shit I got a comment from some dude from the special operations aviation regiment tf-160 the night stalkers night stalkers don't quit Without question, the, the best airframes in the world, the best pilots in the world. And they said, talk more about them. And I plan on doing that. I've mentioned uh, Al Mack before, the best pilot in the world. I actually wore my shirt once. That we talked about making, Red Squadron, Teal Team 6, talked about making a shirt that said, I know Al Mack. And actually, Al Mack made one for me, and I've worn it before. i got to wear it again. Great shirt. I know Al Mack. Hey, if I should put, I'll have to talk to uh, Chief Mack about that. But should we, um, should we make those shirts and sell them? Al, I know Al Mack. I think that'd be cool if we even we thought about um, selling shirts and donating to, to to people that have done stuff. Because we're we're to a point now where the 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 people who fought in those wars are years from it, and it starts to kick in for me anyway. And I've talked to other guys too, and, and a lot of guys with this with this treatment that I'm going to get into. It's going to be awesome. Um, well, just 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 wondering what we did and why we did it. Not not questioning necessarily why we went there but some are i mean there's justifications but there's also ulterior motives for endless wars and nation building which we said we never get into but it seems like we're always into because people are making a lot of money off the somewhere but um yeah some sort of uh money pool to help veterans maybe with with treatment because you know men and women go through stuff and you don't need to be um a combat vet to have post-traumatic stress. I think people have bad stuff. I know people have bad stuff happen. And even even uh, 2020, did you notice that one of the necessary, I wouldn't, well, I would say evils, but essential, essential businesses that could stay open were Amazon, Walmart, and liquor stores. It's like keep them getting money online, keep them boozed up, and they might not notice what the hell we're doing with this virus that, We'll get into that in a whole different episode, but we locked us down and they kept us boozing it up. But uh, yeah, that 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 did happen. But we're, we'll get into that, like I mentioned, further. But yeah, give me comments on that, what you think about that. But I do want to talk to other veterans. I love talking to other veterans. And the the point that I that I'm babbling about here too is 
wars were fought. A lot of people did it. A lot of people sent people to war. A lot of people died. A lot of people had loved ones that died. A lot of, a lot of people were catastrophically injured, and it had major effects on families and morale and stuff back here. And and sometimes people that did that get pissed at each other. And I think it's really important for nothing makes me happier than when I hear from a veteran I've never met and we have common interests and we talk together like civilized humans. It's great. There's no reason, I think, to just bash other veterans. I don't I never understood that. I, I don't think I've ever done it. I hope I haven't. I mean, I have been caught on camera, not on camera, but on uh, secretly recorded stuff where there's a difference between talking shit and um giving jabs at people who were actually there with you. But I don't think I've ever done that. I don't I, I don't get I get nothing out of it trashing other people or or saying how great I am or how great we were. Even though our military is badass too. I mean we have the best tanks in the world. We have the best pilots in the world. Navy pilots and Air Force are pretty good. But, you know, the best Navy, the best Air Force, the best Special Forces, the best infantry in both the Army and the Marine Corps. And it's just, it, it's, uh, I love talking with people, hearing their common experiences. It's, it's fun to swap stories. That's good. But what, um, what we're talking about right now, I need to get a little bit of current events because it all leads back to, like I mentioned before, with the open borders and the chaos and the division and the media and social media and the shutting of people down and the, and dividing us up and trying to conquer. Um, and the riots, the looting, blatant looting, where buildings are on fire and the media is feeding you with mostly pre- peaceful, mostly peaceful protests, which is all bullshit. Who are you going to believe, man? Me or your lion eyes? You see it happening. You see the media doing it. There was There was a feed the other day where... President Biden was at a thing where he had his arm around someone and someone was talking. And I saw it on social media where there like five major outlets, major news stations all had the same feed, the same angle. And we're showing the same. It's like, are you guys all working together, but the same image and the same video are on five different stations or God knows how many outlets. But, um, yeah, they're going to tell you what they want because there's, I don't. I haven't figured out the agenda with the media yet. They've got to be getting something because I've dealt with I've dealt with a lot of major media and I've no kidding had great experiences with them. The producers, pretty much everywhere I've been, have been great. The on air talent is great, but you got to ask them. Like I know you're a smart person, you know what you're saying is bullshit, but you got to be careful too how far you go against it. If you're an outspoken person against the machine, have you noticed a lot of people get accused of, uh, well, you know, a couple decades ago, he was sexually abusive to someone. That's really hard to prove, but they come at you, man. They have fangs, and they come at you personally. They try to tear everything you've made down, shut you up. I mean, I'm restricted on a lot of social media accounts. I can't monetize a lot of them. I can't get an answer as to why. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know why. I'm not towing the party line. I, I try to tell the truth. I, I'm not. I'm neither one nor the other party or whatever else there is. Independent is the way I like to think of myself as an American. But I've said stuff that some people don't agree with. I can't. Get, I've talked to Meta directly. Said, "Hey, man, why am I restricted?" No answer. I've had friends that um, ask them. No answer. But yeah, the monetization. If you you speak against the party line, you are going to pay personally, and they'll go after your family. I'm not going to mention names right now, but you could think of a few that they've attacked viciously, and that's what they do. Like when I say the only uh, the only bad experience I've had with the media was with NPR, which is government funded. You fund that with your taxes. Left, far left, leftist as hell, 
And they just kept asking me the same question over and over and over, trying to get dirt. Some of these media outlets, that they claim they're being stoic. They love to try to find war crimes. Man, they love that shit. I'm thinking of one guy in particular at one place right now. It's like, get over it, dude. They're just dying for it. And then you get poor people, not poor people, but you get some veterans that, first of all, don't have any media experience. You, I highly recommend if you ever get on the media, talk to someone who's been there before. And if you can get a little training, do it. I, I think I'm going to do a whole segment on that. But there there are tricks these um, scumbags in the media do uh, that I'll get into. I've, I've dealt with it personally. I'm lucky I had a great team in D.C., that uh, helped me out with how to know how to answer questions, but how to know how to not answer questions. Because you know what trick the media will do if you're new? And I, I mean, as soon as a lot of us started getting out after the big raids, they took advantage of a lot of people getting out there. They're trying to do it right now, too. And the, what they'll do is because they know that you are new with this, you, you might think that you're the reason the interview needs to be great. So what they'll do is they'll start with stuff and they'll leave a weird pause and it sounds awkward, and then you just start talking and start saying stuff that's <laughs> that's crazy because they know they can rope you into things and start running your yap. And by the way, if you don't say, hey, this is off the record, everything's on the record, even if you're just talking to him somewhere. They, they pulled that shit with my dad up in Montana right before the uh, – my, my, I had a, a documentary come out on, on Fox News a few years ago, and it was leaked – by some other veterans that it was going to be me on there because that's what a lot of veterans do. They just love to talk shit about other veterans. I mean, can't figure that out for me. I'm just, I'm proud of what other guys did. You know, even, even on the missions, I was proud of what they did. And I'll admit what I did or didn't do and what happened and what didn't happen. And I'm not here to, to brag. I just, I'll tell you what I saw. And, and another thing too, is if I wasn't there, you ever notice I, I say that even if I'm talking about the revolutionary war, I'll say, here's, here's what I read, but I wasn't there. Obviously I wasn't there. But they, like, there are people out there that weren't there that know what happened. So if you're talking with the media, get to know them. But that's what the media is doing right now, and they're, they're a big part of this. And also with the traveling, I, uh, I get to talk to a lot of the country, especially this country, and it's crazy. It's so good, though. It's so refreshing. The other day, I got a new iPhone, which, by the way, I tweeted this out. Don't be a hero if... You need to get the new eSIM. Just call call customer service. You might have a six-minute wait, or they might call you back in 20 minutes because everyone wants a new phone. Let them walk you through it. It's not that hard, but I'm sitting there trying to pound my head off the wall. Why can't I do this? Um, but it, the nicest thing about not having my phone work is my phone wasn't working. That was awesome because I couldn't read the bullshit. But when I go out and travel, I, uh, I get to talk to people, and people are good. I've said it before. People are really good. They're not as political as you think. They, a lot of people are very concerned, left and right, with the way this country's going right now. I mentioned that about the food and the eggs and the dairy and all that good shit, but uh, a lot of people are concerned. I, did t- I, I talked to a lot of people. It's a good place, and we can pull this out. But don't get sucked into that. But the, my phone was off, and uh, that was a nice thing. Also, when I, ta- I, I said that you don't need to be a combat vet to have post-traumatic stress. When I was done giving the speech to those construction dudes, the Hogland Group, Great group, great company. Bill Hogland's the man. I've been to his suite at City Field. I actually made the mistake of being on stage, and I was given a point about watching a no-hitter, and I said Yankee Stadium. These are Mets guys, so probably dock my, my next 
paycheck or whatever. But uh, I met a guy when I was done, and because I, I did talk about some of the uh, um, addiction stuff and some of the PTSD, and I had a dude come up to me after a couple of selfies were taken, and he said, "How are how are you doing?" Like he didn't ask me about the big mission. He didn't ask me about bullshit. He asked me, "Hey, seriously, how are you as as Rob?" And I said, "That's weird. I've been a public speaker since 2012." And I like to tell people, I dare you to ask me something I've never been asked. And that's the first time anyone has asked me that. How am I doing? Like, I don't need the selfie for Instagram. How, what's going on in your head and your world? And I, I said, that's it. And I said, I told them that. And I thanked them. I was like, you know, a lot of people, you don't need to have um, combat experience to, to have stress, post-traumatic stress, or have, you know, bad feelings, anxiety, shit like that. And so I appreciate it. He goes, oh, I, I've never been to combat, but I was buried alive once. I'm actually speaking right now after you. I'm like, hold up, what? He goes, yeah, I was buried alive uh, for 10 minutes. And he said, he said, I was, I don't know what they're doing. I'm not a, I'm not a uh, construction guy. I'm not a builder. Uh, I'm not smart when it comes to a lot of man skills. <laughs> but he's obviously doing something in a hole. And he said it fell in on him. And the worst thing was when, it, when the, he got f- covered with all this dirt and debris, he was exhaling. So now he's covered and he can't breathe. He can't inhale because he's covered in other stuff. And the guys up top are making decisions right then and there to do we use the backhoe, do we use the machinery, or do we just shovel him out? Because if we use the machinery, we could go. We don't know how deep he is. And what if we hit him with the, that backhoe, he's going to die. But what if we don't get to him soon enough, he's going to die. So they used both the backhoe and they dug him out. And, they, uh, and it took him a second to find someone who knew CPR. And that's one of those things is, like I mentioned with emergencies, it's, it's better to have it and not need it and need it and not have it. You should know CPR because when you need, and know it on, on kids. You ever seen that thing with that tool where a kid's choking and someone runs their car, grabs that little sucky tool? I'm getting a bunch of those. Just to, wouldn't be bad to have like one of those. If, if, you, if, you, if you're one of those dudes that has a concealed carry or an E&E kit on you, which isn't a bad idea. Well, concealed carry is a great idea. But um you know, have have a safety kit with one of those little sucky tubes. I got to find out what that is. I will get back to you on that. But the media is full of shit sometimes. And like right now, all over the country, there's nine targets closing. A lot of those in San Francisco. Uh, Gavin Newsom's the, gov- uh, the governor of, uh, uh, sorry, California. And Gavin Newsom was the mayor of San Francisco. Now he's the governor of California. And he, boy, I'm not sure... Uh, President Biden's going to make it to the next election. They got to find someone. And if Michelle Obama doesn't want to do it, Gavin Newsom might be your guy. And if you, again, if you just go down the the list and vote D, um, look at look at Oakland, look at San Francisco, look at places in California like that where targets close. Look, okay, prime example. I'm sure you heard about this. Look at look at um, Philadelphia. Last night, it's all over the news today. And of course, they're they're spinning it down. Well, you know, a bunch of. Uh, what were they saying? Teenage, a bunch of teenagers running around. All right, but I mean, did they just do it, or is someone having them do it? Because they're 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 talking about social justice, which is a good thing. People need to be treated fairly. I think we are main, mainly in this country. You have an opportunity to do anything you want. Not you don't have you shouldn't have an opportunity to have the the exact result just because you're there. If you if you do your work, you should you I mean have the opportunity to get that result, but it shouldn't be given to you. But they're saying, uh, they're chanting, there was a woman live streaming in Philly yesterday who uh, was saying we all, something like, we all got to eat, everyone's got to eat, yet they're breaking into Foot Locker. They're breaking into Lululemon and an Apple store. Are, are they going to eat iPads? 
No, they're they're taking them. They're selling them on the black market. Now, Apple is smart enough to know how to turn these off. Look at me. I, I bought one legit straight up, a new iPhone, and I couldn't I I couldn't leave the store before it got registered. I was I was in a Best Buy for two and a half hours. I had so I bought my new phone at uh, Best Buy. They didn't have it in stock there, but they said if you buy one here, you can drive however long it takes to get to that one, and they'll have it there. So just buy it here, which I did. It's registered. Drive over to this other one in some traffic, and then I went inside. And the the now let me get this straight. I'm not even BS, and the customer service at Best Buy was awesome. There was a couple women, a couple men. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't want to offend you. There's a couple people, and they were awesome. They were great. They were calling customer service at, at my provider, and there's a back and forth about how I, I remember the woman, the person on the phone saying, um, I'm kidding right now, by the way. It was a woman. Get over it. But this, the woman, I could hear her talking to the and she's like, look, the customer's right here. That was me. I'm right here. He's paid for it. The phone is right here. All he wants to do is leave. It took two plus hours to get that. So that's part of the reason that I didn't have, um, uh, I didn't have, you know, the point I'm making is though, they're not stealing. If you steal Apple products, they're not going to, they're not going to work, I think, because people that run those are better. But, you know, looting, places like that, you're you're looting, you're robbing, it's stealing. Liquor stores are getting ransacked and people running around. The cops have a tough time dealing with this. They're outnumbered. And then as, as like these dudes are fighting back against the cops. And then this, I, I saw one video of a cop wrestling a dude. It's a one-on-one fight, and which is tough, man. I, I, I wouldn't want to be. Either. <laughs> I've been on. I've I've actually been on both sides of that. I've put guys in cuffs, and I've been in cuffs, and it shouldn't happen. But this this cop is wrestling this dude, and the dude knows how to fight. And the cop gets him down, and he, he like sort of gets on his. He gets his, like a side mount, and he starts hitting the guy in the face. And there's a woman recording it. You start her screaming, "Oh, look at that!" And you know, you know how that's going to get edited. A cop on top of a dude beating his ass. But um, you got to figure none of this is on accident. It's not like they, they they were organized somehow to make this happen to cause some chaos. But it's a lot of these are in blue cities, and they're going to argue back and forth. But you got to consider. If you're doing the same thing over and over again and the results don't change but get worse, you got to make changes. And if, if, if your city's been run by Democrats, the city council, the, the school board, the mayor, the AG, the DA, <laughs> if these are all blue and your city's burning, I mean, peacefully, got to make a change, right? But, but, but it remains to be seen if we uh, if it, if changes will be made because there's a there's a lot of powers behind it for whatever their reason and I'm convinced speaking of powers it's it's for their own personal power a lot of people are getting paid by a lot of different ways to keep this chaos going to keep themselves in power because if you'll notice too I keep bringing up the I don't like to say the pandemic because I have different thoughts on a pandemic I think it's the lockdown the government the the worldwide government forced lockdown did prove that if they can keep people afraid people will give up a lot of their freedoms and you should never do that because if you ever give up freedoms to the government ever ever give them an inch they're going to take more than that and never give you anything back and that's just how it is that's 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 why um this is not by accident and it's going to change you you you've, you noticed it was the uh, the big riots in 2020 the looting the peaceful protests and it's turned into you know chaos inside of different meetings, and then you've got 
a lot of activists who have actually, I think, hijacked the LGB movement and changed it into a lot longer uh, acronym that the military would love because they just love big acronyms and abbreviations. But they've been even the even a lot of um, gay rights folks who speak out against grooming get attacked by activists and. A lot of my gay friends are are pissed that it was hijacked. Like they even took the took the the gay pride flag and turned it into a weapon. They weaponized everything, and there's all kinds of different colors and whatnot. And I don't want to get into the flag thing, but that's that again is not by accident. But those a lot of these um, uh, transgender protests and a lot of these different things that are going on, they're going to escalate, and those aren't by accident either. It's it's there to disrupt the family. It's there to disrupt the country. It's there to keep the people that are funding it in power. Because all BS aside, the communists are trying to take this place, and the communists want to destroy this country because we're the last thing standing between freedom and the new world order, the the World Economic Forum, the people that are doing that. And if you have, we'll, we'll get into that one too. I keep saying we'll get into that. But it's gonna it's gonna keep escalating. It's not gonna stop. We started with the George Floyd um, protest that turned into looting. We start, and then we have the a lot of these uh, vicious marches where Antifa shows up and are beating people. And it's gonna it's gonna keep going. Because what do you think is gonna happen? To, well, there's an election coming up, so we're already talking about you know there's gonna be more COVID. Well, of course there is. There's gonna be a scare of it, and it, you know it, it didn't come from a wet market. Come on. It, it, it's it's a lot of people making decisions to keep us in check, and, and they're already saying. I mean, we got NFL players that are dating famous rock stars or whatever kind of stars, pop stars, writing songs about men. All of a sudden, they're on TV getting the jab. One band, you know, you can go to the flu shot and get your next COVID shot right here. This ad's been sponsored by Pfizer. No, take a look when you if you watch a lot of stuff on on some of these streaming networks. You'll notice that a lot of the commercials are about medical shit you've never heard of. It's about different vaccines for different stuff that you've never heard of. Watch who sponsors a lot of these. Pay attention to those companies. You think they're doing this for the greater good, or are they doing it because someone's getting really, really rich? A lot of billionaires were made while you got poor, being locked down by the government and their buddies doing that kind of shit. So what's going to come next? I, you know, the, the pandemic's coming. They're already starting to scare. They're, I mean, the powers that be are recognizing that, that Joe Biden cannot win the next election. It's not going to happen, and they're st- they're starting to. T- it's almost like um, again. I've said the self licking ice cream. This this is the the self eating cereal or whatever, because they're they're the Biden administration really wanted to get rid of uh, Senator Menendez, and you saw his stuff with uh, cash and gold sewn into a lot of his uh, clothes and windbreakers or whatever jackets with the. Uh, seal for the u.s senate on it and you've got money and gold (laughs) in there and the fbi just finds it joe biden and menendez bob menendez were in the senate together for a number of decades and they know what each other's doing and all of a sudden they just find out about this and it is kind of funny when a sitting senator has cash but also gold because even he realizes that the money is losing its value and gold's always going to be worth something. He's got it sewn in his shit. But why would they all of a sudden find this when they knew he was doing it for decades? Well, maybe because he's against certain things that this administration loves. Like, I don't know, the Iran, the Iranian deal, which is the worst goddamn thing in the history. But for some reason, these leftists love to give a bunch of cash to terrorists. The, he might be against Ukraine, which we got to keep 
I, I had to take a pause there because I'm not sure what the hell we're doing in Ukraine. <laughs> but that's going to happen. The fear's coming. The more vaccines are coming. They're going against each other. But now the media's going against Biden because they're seeing that they thought they can get away with this with uh, locking us down, mail-in voting, get a puppet up there in the office. And all we got to do is make, we got to keep props up and he'll just, he'll get through the first term. Maybe Vice President Harris can be enough of a distraction and she just, <laughs> I'd like to cackle, but I don't want to try to cackle with her because she's on a different level of cackling, but they're not pulling it off. It, it, came, it, it, it was a point where if we can just get them here, say the talking points and the, the, the people behind the scenes, the bureaucrats, the lobbyists, the people funding the banks, they can do their stuff. And then you notice they're not stopping. They're they're pushing all this shit as much as they can because they got it until, um, you know, January 2025. And they're going to keep pushing stuff. These are unelected officials making deals. Look look at the behind closed doors. You ever notice it's not it's not out in front. It's behind closed doors. They'll shut. We're we're facing a government shutdown Friday at midnight. That's convenient because we're going to be doing other stuff at midnight. We won't notice this bullshit. And they're just pushing a deal and they're, they're threatening to shut down the government. And, and you got, we got, we get, do we extend the debt limit, which we only within the last number of decades became a thing. It was never a thing. There's always been budget issues, but now because we're so large and so many bureaucracies, um, they're doing that shit. But getting back to that, that's not the, uh, like the open borders. You know, it's, watch, we know what protests are coming next will be the migrant protests because we got a lot of migrants, illegal aliens, invaders coming across our border that those will be the next big protest the big loots well you know equal pay they're already funding what a billion dollars for uh, illegals to get hotels in new york just throw money at it you know throw money at you don't worry about our farmers don't worry about our uh, social security you know give it to the the illegals in this country that, that well this government give it to this family that's doing whatever they're doing but the next i think violent protest will be the migrants <laughs> someone made a point this is not my point but i i heard it and I, it's an excellent point. There's already protests of the, I'm going to say migrant because I'm tired of whatever, you know what I mean. But they, um, th there are people from countries that don't speak English that are protesting in major cities, but there, a lot of them are holding up signs written in perfect English. They didn't write those who wrote them. And the people who wrote them, who's paying them to write them? Because Antifa doesn't show up for free. And these protests, someone's paying them to show up. I mean, Antifa's a bunch of punks, but some of them might show up to get free shit. But a lot of them are getting paid to do this. Look at the the crates with stones and, and two-by-fours outside of the Capitol. You know, there's certain people we can't find. Everything from pipe bombs outside the Capitol to cocaine in the White House. We can't find that because it's not in our interest, but we sure as shit can lock up people who haven't been convicted in solitary for a number of years and just forget about them. That happens. But uh, th that's the kind of stuff that's coming because the the leftists, and, and I hope my friends that are liberals and Democrats realize these are not traditional Democrats doing this. The government is being run by the far left, the people that have bought and paid for by communists, by China, by Russia. Russia's been saying they're going to do this forever. China's been watching us fight us since Vietnam, which I think the last time they fought anybody. But they're watching and learning and building. They're building everything from ships and jets and hypersonic missiles and islands. They're going to they're gonna invade Taiwan. Here's a scary thing. Since we're talking about people getting paid and politics and all that bullshit, I, I like to bring up the open border because of the way that my mind works. And my concern is not 
the legit family trying to get a better life. I mean, if I was in a different country that was shit, or I was in a position where I could go somewhere for free, not only get a better life, maybe get a job, but I'm going to get paid to go there. I'm going to get uh, a lot of benefits that are given these. You know, they're giving these these migrants benefits so they can vote. That's the whole thing. And I've mentioned before that once illegals, <laughs> and it's, I can't believe I'm saying this, once illegals stop voting for Democrats and start voting for Republicans, that border is going to be sealed. But that's the argument right now is the politics. My issue is not the family. And families, they found, a, I think yesterday, they found a two-month-old baby by itself on the border. By itself. And I heard someone ask, well, was he on the U.S. side or the Mexican side? It does, that doesn't matter at this point. A two-month-old? And, and I think the Border Patrol found him. Who does that? Bad, bad people. And these are the cartels doing that stuff. But... And they're bad enough because they're infiltrating. They, they're digging tunnels. We're so confused on that border. Talk to the border patrol. And yet this administration will say, well, the border's sealed. No, we're following the same, the same policies. The Trump no, you did. No, you're not. The border is a chaos. And the cartels are, cartels are all about making money, and they make a lot of money, and they don't give a shit who they kill. They're making money off sex trafficking and fentanyl. They're killing Americans with fentanyl. No, no, no. And who do you think's making the fentanyl? No, the border's secure. No, it's not. And border the border security is not a wall. You're not building a wall across that border. But the cartels are running it. You've seen that. I mean, I don't even want to think about the stuff they do. It's 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 the the purest form of evil. But do you think it's against the cartel who runs the border? You think it's against their interests to start working with ISIS? No. And ISIS will work with the cartel because what does a cartel have? That ISIS wants money and access, and they have access. They're tunnels getting through. That's a problem. Collaboration with ISIS, that's an issue. Because, again, I remember saying, talking about an attack on major cities in New York in the 90s. I'd just become a Navy SEAL. So we're talking 98, 99, 2000. I would go home to Butte, Montana. I remember at the Club 13 in Butte, Montana, talking to friends with whom I went to high school that were still in college. And obviously, we're talking trash about stuff. And I told them about attack. And they told me I'm just a racist. It'll never happen. You're just prejudiced against uh, militant Islam or whatever they said. And, and then, you know, 9-11, boom, there it happened. They're not going to do that again. But if they're working and have access because of our politicians that don't care about the stability of our border. I don't know if you noticed, it's, uh, you know, California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas are wide open. It's probably not going to be an attack on New York, but it's probably going to be an attack on a soft target in New Mexico an elementary school. They haven't forgotten about us just because we're distracted thinking about the bullshit the media gives us. They haven't forgot about us, uh, forgotten about us, and I just, you know, I mentioned the concealed carry thing. I'm not trying to be a doomsdayer, but there's nothing wrong with being prepared. It's the, um, they get people, and then even the head fake. They've tried to get through the northern border. If we're focused on the southern border, the northern border's huge. And like I said, the, the um, it's not just build a wall. It's the policies. What's the give a milk a cookie? He's going to want a glass of milk. Well, we're you know give a migrant uh, uh, some cash for drugs, and he's going to want a hotel room and an Xbox. We give him that shit, right? We don't pay for our homeless veterans. We'll pay for Ukraine's social security, which we're doing. But the policies need to change because I mean, I love the build a wall thing. That's never going to happen. If, if you drive from, have you ever driven like from San Diego even to Tucson? 
I've, a lot of a lot of us, we the Navy SEALs, have done that because we jump in Tucson, San Diego, whatever. But that's huge. I mean, it is boring as shit driving that far as fast as you want. It's so from San Diego to let's say um, San Padre Island, which is on. So we got the West Coast, the East Coast. That is, I wrote this down, just about sixteen hundred miles. Sixteen hundred miles. You're not building a sixteen hundred mile wall that they're going to tunnel under anyway. That, t- that takes about 24 hours to drive, right, if my math's correct. Now, granted, if you're in Tim Montana's um, tour bus, you might get there in 22 because those motherfuckers aren't afraid to put the pedal to the metal, if you know what I'm saying. But California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas, the the wall will help in spots, but you can't do it in certain spots. It's the policies and the defense you got to do. Um, here's the way my mind thinks, other than ISIS, too. I guess a lot of undocumented... And I hate military age male. Let's say fighting age males from China are crossing, which they are. And there are already Chinese spies all over this country. You can tell by the way their stealth jets and technology and missiles look a lot like ours. Their helicopters look a lot like ours. Their carriers, a lot like ours. But think of a smart tactical military mind. I'm going to infiltrate China because we can't do that to them because they know we're coming. And China's smarter than we are because they are basically mm, the only superpower on the planet. But think about this. What I need to do, because here's the here's my thinking. They're going to invade Taiwan. I was wrong about Ukraine, so I want to caveat that. I'm not perfect, and I'm not always right. I, I can make a good argument, but I didn't think Russia was going to invade Ukraine. It's a horrible I- idea. I still think Putin made a bad decision, but there's a lot of money involved. People getting paid. Someone's got to invade somebody. I think China realizes before the next president they need to take Taiwan back, which they want. Now, the way that we need to fight that is obviously with cyber warfare, but... Um, with our Navy, which is strong. However, if they have sleeper cells here ready to fight, what I would think, and again, I don't want to give ideas, but someone's got to fucking say something. I wouldn't worry about fighting the carriers. I would try to attack the families of the sailors on the carrier in either San Diego or Norfolk. Who, who, which, which fighter wings are out there? Where are their families? Where's the Navy Exchange or the, or, or the PX? Where is the commissary? Where's the you know what? Where's the entrances to the base where these sailors or soldiers or marines go? Oh, how do I identify them? Oh, because they're the dudes that drive the cars around with the stupid fucking big red sticker on it or the big blue sticker on it. Military, military. You start killing families. You think that dude running the cat shot on the carriers thinking about his mission? No, he wants to get home. His job is no longer on global the global source for good. It's like I need to get back to Virginia. My family's under attack. That's the new war. But we can't think about that. That's why I'm worried about the border. It's not just an election so you can li- literally line your pockets with gold. What about our security? That, I mean, that's what they're doing. Cartels, ISIS, China, God knows who else. And we're so dumb, we're letting these illegal, everyone that crosses the border illegal is a criminal. They, did, they came here illegally. But we're putting them in our schools. Not only that, we're making sure that every student has an interpreter, not just Spanish not just Portuguese. We're talking African countries, Middle Eastern countries, probably Urdu, Pashtu, Tagali, Chadi and Arabic. Make sure that each kid gets their own. And the kids, <laughs> they're being used as pawns. It's not their fault. But um, this, is the, this is the way I think. I'm not trying to be morbid. I try to be realistic. I want to be optimistic. But that border has a lot more to do with votes, not to the politicians. They don't, they don't give a rip about you. But you, you know, you should give a rip about each other in our country. If you, if you, if you wanted to 
to go the way it has been going in the past. I would highly recommend paying attention. Don't get your info from Twitter, but kind of look around. and th- I mean, think outside the box. What would I do in their position? China has every reason to want to take us down. And the scary thing is that they've recently found out, and I don't know how quick this is going to get buried. It could get buried now. But they're showing money that was wired to the um, Biden's address to Hunter Biden, a checking account from China after um, I think Hunter Biden might have flown to China on Air Force Two. And just, uh, you know, as someone who's not perfect, I'm not, I'm just saying that looks a little funky. But the way we're going, it's the way that not the politicians, but the backdoor deals with the bureaucrats that you never get to see. they, They lump everything together like they're doing right now. To put everything in your, not even in your face because you don't get to see it, as opposed to having lawmakers vote on every single, every line item they should be voting on, not throwing pork in there. They've always, they've been saying we're going to get rid of pork. They never do. They're throwing their pet projects in there. They're getting money this way. And because bureaucrats and agencies aren't uh, accountable or they're making the laws, the lawmakers say, well, I voted against that, but, uh, you know, it happened. Bullshit. You need, no one's being held accountable and that needs to change. And, and we're, I mean, it's the same damn argument. There's going to be a debate, I think, tonight. And there's seven, okay, Republican debate on Fox, seven people running. Six of them are running for the vice presidency. I would say one of them's not because he ain't getting it. The other six might become the vice president. And then they're looking for cabinet positions. They're not going to win. We know what's happening. We see what's happening. Got to be a lot of. Not enough time to talk about what's going to happen, but there, there's a debate tonight. They're talking about a government shutdown, and we don't. And they're like, "Well, we listen to this shit. Well, we can't pay the military. Well, you know what? You could do. You could pay the military. You could stop sending all the money to Ukraine, and you could defund the IRS, the Department of Education, the EPA, the Department of Agriculture, a lot of the FBI head head shit too. And I'm not just look. There are great people working in certain places, but the head shed, the, the higher-ups are so corrupt themselves to the D.C. politics. That's who you get rid of. Shut, let, shut the government down. Pay the military. Shut the government down. We won't even notice. I mean, maybe at the DMV, but you know, the, 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 keep the military paid. It's not going to affect everybody else. Stop doing stuff behind closed. There's so much shit we shouldn't be paying for. You know, they, they, don't, they won't fund the military because we won't fly someone who got pregnant to a different state to get an abortion funded by you. You know, have a vacation, get your meals paid for, have an abortion, chill out, then come back, and then you're fit for duty. Or even the stuff that um, it took 60 minutes in Australia to say what we're doing in, in Ukraine. We're not just funding them. We're, we're depleting our energy, our strategic oil reserves. We're, fu- we're, we're giving, we're subsidizing small businesses and farmers to the point where your taxpayers are making it so easy for Ukrainian farmers to farm that Poland is saying, hey, we can't compete because you're giving it to them for free. They're selling it. We're losing out. Germany just said they're pulling. They're not going to live up to their two percent. They're going to fund Ukraine. Um, we're fund you. Sorry, we, you and me, are funding fifty-seven thousand first responders in uh, Ukraine. It's not, and this is what causes inflation. It's not because you're, they're taking money from you. They're printing more to make it worth less. And that's that's why we. I talk about retirement all the time. But we're giving away our munitions. We're we're not prepared to fight. We're we're giving them all the new shit. And and. Um, uh, Joe Biden just wanted to give him twenty billion more. This money's going there for a reason. Why? Why do? You, and and they'll yell at you. I mean, look at how many politicians on both sides agree on how we need to fund Ukraine and stand with Ukraine. And the NFL's got it on their damn things and whatever. Because if you don't, you don't, you don't support democracy. We always say that we're um, 
We're not going to get into nation building again. We always get into nation building every single time. Here's a quick question for you that's never been explained. What's the difference between nation building and corruption? But the point I'm getting here is it's always it's always election season. It's always politicians. They're always arguing with each other on TV. They go off for cocktails afterward. They're getting paid one way or the other. Um, and again, I'm not in their shoes, but I have seen corrupt governments work. And if you're in there, it's awesome. But if you're the people, you suffer. And I don't think a lot of people in charge care because the fangs are out. We've seen we've seen what happens, and it's it's almost it's always almost election time because you got congressmen who run every two years. They they get in office for three months, and then they they politic for the rest, and then they get reelected. And you got people that just people dying in office because they have the power. It's a geriatric convention up there. It's a retirement home in D.C. The point I'm making is don't let them fool you with, well, this is about democracy. No, it's not. This is about corruption and communism. And all of us, if we just take the blinders off um, and realize that we both have a lot more, and when I say we both, I shouldn't say that. The left and the right have a lot more in common than you think. It's uh, the far left and the far right and the people that are one party in D.C., the ones you see on TV that sometimes they start talking and then they just kind of look off into space. Or they're in a wheelchair that look like they came out of the crypt, or they can't walk upstairs without falling down. You know, they're the ones that don't get. That's the one, the one party. So, uh, don't forget the debate tonight. Don't forget the government shutdown on Friday. Don't be afraid of these people. Don't, I mean, they, they, it's 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 just uh, you you are democratic. You have a lot more common in this. And I'm talking about Americans, but also my friends overseas in all the countries. We. Um, because everyone's affected by corruption and the corruption is there. And I think that we're seeing a lot more of it now because the fangs are coming out and that they're trying to lock up their opponents. If you notice too, that uh, obviously they've, they've indicted Trump how many times, four times already. They're trying to put him in jail and they're getting on TV saying, well, we're just worried that if he gets in, in, uh, in office again, he's going to put his opponents in jail possibly because I wouldn't call you his opponents. He just knows what's up now. He went there with positive intentions in Washington, and uh, uh, I'm just saying his second term's coming, and they're going to do everything they can to put him in in uh, prison. That's that, by the way, is fascism. Yeah, not wanting you know wanting to jail your opponents is fascism. Not trying to clean up the government. So um, we have a lot more in common than we think. Like I said, I'm going to take like a two week hiatus. I got to work on myself because I'm not perfect. We all have our demons. I, I tell people that, uh, you know what I said, if you keep doing the same thing over and over, um, ups and downs one day at a time. I've never, I've never once woken up and said, you know, last night would have been a lot better if I just had two more drinks. Uh, so working on that, working on the P- PTSD, you can work on yourself, help each other out, take a deep breath. It's not as bad as it looks, and <laughs> you're never out of the fight. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at bet mgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.